Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I will be diving into the wonderful world of monkeys. Monkeys are a common favorite animal for kids and I can see why. Full of energy, these guys are a lot similar to kids. In this episode, I'll share a few hilarious stories of some of the monkeys I've worked with while being a small primate volunteer at a sanctuary. So the first character I gotta mention is Blue the Spider Monkey. Now this monkey really stood out in my memories because of how unique his story was and I just gotta tell it to you guys. I was a small primate volunteer at a sanctuary in Florida, and this sanctuary's primary purpose was to rescue animals from the pet trade and other instances where they would need to be rescued. This sanctuary took care of animals that were too young when they were rescued to be released back into the wild or were too physically ill or mentally hurt to be released back into the wild. So this sanctuary was not a rehabilitation center. I just want to make that clear. This sanctuary was basically somewhere where these monkeys, birds, reptiles, and farm animals could live out the rest of their lives in peace. Now today I am going to talk only about the monkeys, but I do have really, really interesting stories about the other animals in that sanctuary too, because I loved working with the snakes, I loved working with the other reptiles, um, there's a giant tortoise there that I found super, super cute, and they also had farm animals there, and exotic birds, so I do have a lot of stories about these animals that I will cover in different episodes, blogs, so make sure to follow the podcast. Shameless self-promo there. (laughs) Now back to Blue the Spider Monkey. Blue was named Blue because of his blue eyes, and they were some of the most bright and I'm struggling to find the words to describe his eyes because they were so um, bold and full of emotion. So Blue the Spider Monkey came in before I started volunteering there, and I was told his story from a different volunteer. And basically, I remember the story was similar to this. So once upon a time... (laughs) Oh my gosh. Once upon a time, Blue the spider monkey was having a great time in the wild with his mother, with his father, and with his whole family out in the wild as they should be. When all of a sudden, these humans came along and these humans were not good humans. They were part of the illegal pet trade, they most likely killed his mother, and Blue was ultimately taken by those humans and transported across countries into the U.S. to be sold in the pet trade. 
The pet trade is huge in the United States, so of course Blue was transported all over the place to find owners. And it wasn't long before someone came across Blue. This guy was a recently graduated college student, and he adopted Blue as his own. He really loved how cute Blue was, and of course, as a baby, Blue was just adorable with his blue eyes, and so quickly, the man fell in love with Blue and decided to take him home. Now, obviously, monkeys are wild animals. They are not pets. They do not make good pets whatsoever. You can do whatever training you want to do. They are still not pets. So, Blue's owner eventually found a girlfriend. So, the girlfriend eventually moved in with him. And Blue did not like this new person that was taking all of his man's attention. So, Blue did the only reasonable thing to do in a monkey's brain. He snatched her nose off. That's right. You did not hear me wrong. He snatched her nose. She ended up going to the hospital for a broken nose. And Blue's owner did not really like this. And of course, he still loved his girlfriend. His girlfriend gave him the ultimatum. And he chose his girlfriend. So he gave Blue up to the sanctuary. Props to him. At least he didn't release him back into the Florida ecosystem because he would not have survived a minute and probably would have gotten eaten by an alligator. So I'm glad he was returned to a safe place like the sanctuary. And by the time I met him, Blue was a very old monkey. He was still active, but he was very, very old. And so he wasn't as active as before. I saw videos that other volunteers had showed me about how active he was when he was younger. It was so cute. Um, and I was really interested by his story because it really does show that wild animals are not pets. No matter how long you have had them, they are still unpredictable. They're not domesticated. And it took a very, very long time for the domesticated animals we have to become domesticated. You can't domesticate an animal that was born in the wild, that has wild instincts, has wild experiences, and was transported into a whole new world that was so confining. And no matter how much you try and do to accommodate them, it will never be enough. Blue could have had such a better life if he was not sold into the pet trade. Blue could have had all the space in the world. He could have had a family. But that dream that most monkeys get to fulfill 
did not happen for Blue. And that's really, really unfortunate. And he had to go through a lot of trauma being transported across the ocean to a new country. And you can imagine that it's not really easy to find correct food, correct habitat, or enclosure, I guess, for a monkey in America. You're not supposed to have a monkey <laughs> as a pet in America. There's, it's not, food is not readily available in those pet stores because not a lot of people have monkey pets. He's probably not fed very well. So there is the story of good old Blue, and moving on to another story, I remember this moment very vividly, <laughs> because in this time, I was being transferred to... So the way this sanctuary worked was that each volunteer had a different area of the sanctuary that they would prepare the diets for, feed the monkeys for, and of course you have you would have partners that would help you um, prepare the diets and feed the animals in your same section. Um, but this time, I think I was with maybe one other partner, so it was like a lot of responsibility to prepare all the diets, feed all the the monkeys in that section. And I remember preparing all these strawberries for this section of monkeys that I had never worked with before. Um, obviously, I had gotten training with them before, um, so I wasn't completely new to them, the monkeys, but I was completely new to feeding them on my own. And so... I gathered up all the strawberries that I had prepared for their snack. I went over to the section of the sanctuary where they were, and I started feeding the monkeys. Everything was going well. Um, I was walking around, doing my usual thing, giving them their strawberries. All of them were super excited. And then I came up to an one cage, and there were visitors that day. Um, that day we were open to the public. It is a sanctuary, so not every day. It's not like a zoo where every day is open to the public. So this day we were open to the public and some visitors were there. They were checking out the monkeys and seeing how I was feeding them strawberries. And so I decided to talk to them about the different stories that these monkeys had. Now I can't remember every single story now that I look back, but I do have a few not as interesting as Blue's stories, so I won't go over them right now. But basically, I was talking to the guests. I was telling them about all these interesting stories about these monkeys who had been either retired from lab experiments, which I'll get to in another story, or rescued from the pet trade and sometimes other circumstances. So... I was telling them about this particular monkey's circumstance. And of course, I was holding the strawberries out and I was standing right next to the enclosure. And of course, the monkey got a little impatient. I do not blame him at all. But at the time, I was very scared when he decided to jump onto the wall of the enclosure or the little gate of the enclosure and 
grab the bowl that I was holding. And it was definitely my fault. I mean, I definitely should have been paying attention to the monkey. I'm feeding him. I have food in my hand. Of course, he is going to try and grab it. There's only so much patience a monkey can have. I know, I know. It's totally my fault on this one, but it scared the strawberries out of me. Seriously. (laughs) These monkeys, or this one particular monkey, just decided to grab the bowl. Obviously, he did not think ahead. The strawberries did not fall into his enclosure. They just fell onto the floor and... Or onto the grass. And... I eventually laughed it off, so did the guests, um, but they were very shocked too, so uh, it was a very scary moment for me because the monkeys had never tried to reach out to me like that before, and uh, that was the first time, so I learned my lesson at that point. I picked up the strawberries, got some new ones, gave him his strawberries, and went on my with my day but it was definitely an eventful day and uh definitely had a story to tell my parents afterwards <laughs> so on to the next story this was in that same section of monkeys that the previous story had taken place in and on this day i was caring for this one monkey Um, he was in an enclosure by himself, um, I think it was because he came there by himself and he didn't really, um, click with any of the other monkeys, so unfortunately he had to be by himself. Um, they were definitely working on getting another monkey to be, like, a companion for him, but at that point he was just alone in his enclosure, um, but I remember... I don't remember him being very aggressive at all, actually. Um, I remember the times when I would clean out his enclosure. And of course, I wouldn't get too close to the enclosures. I couldn't get in the enclosures either. So what we did to clean the enclosures was we had a, a hose. And mostly the monkeys stayed on their uh, ropes and vines and different um, pieces of enrichment we had there, um, so he would never be on the floor, but I would come over with my hose to hose off the ground, and, um, this monkey in particular really, really loved the hose. I don't know why. All the other monkeys just avoided it, and this monkey was crazy about it. He was ecstatic whenever I came over with the hose he would just get in the way and just love being sprayed by the hose granted it's really hot so I mean I don't blame him sometimes I wanted to spray myself with the hose but (laughs) it was really really fun to um clean his enclosure it was one of the highlights of my day was to clean this monkey's enclosure because of how much he loved it I don't remember his name or his story, which makes me sad, but um, I definitely have fond memories of cleaning his enclosure. (laughs) And finally, the last story I have for today is about a monkey that I met kind of at the end of my volunteer experience uh, there at the sanctuary because I had been there for two years at that point and I was allowed to kind of come 
to the area which this monkey was staying in. And this monkey was blind. And he came to the sanctuary without a lot of answers as to what his backstory was. But we just know he was very, very old, uh, very frail, and he was blind. So... In order to feed him, someone had to hold him, and we have to, like, put the food in his hands. And at that point, I was very, very nervous when I came over to, like, the back area of the sanctuary to see, like, a different, like, volunteer holding a monkey and another one feeding it and then others surrounding it looking on in amazement and wonder. And I was just like, wait, why are you holding a monkey? What? what? (laughs) So, turns out, I came over there, and they were explaining the story of this monkey, and why he had to be fed like that, and that was such a unique experience, and at that point, I had never touched a monkey before, or had seen one that close before. Um, Obviously, working at the sanctuary, I had seen monkeys more closely than uh, most other people do, but uh, definitely not as close as holding one. So um, as the days went on, I got the opportunity to hold the monkey while another volunteer fed him and put the food in his hand so he could eat it. Um, And this volunteer was telling me more about his story, and they were saying that when they got him, he was old already and um he had been raised in a household so he was very very non-aggressive um especially since he was so frail and blind he was very trusting um and i could definitely see that when i was holding him um it was such a unique experience. I can't even, like, when I reflect back on it, I realize how unique that experience was. It was such a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be able to hold a monkey like that. I definitely think he is not alive to this day because he was very, very old. He was probably on his last year or two of life, but um, it was... Uh, experience that I will never forget. And with that, I think that is the last story I have to tell you guys today. So that's all for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please follow the podcast, check out my blog at daretodreamgreen.com and follow me at dreamgreenteens and gracegonegreen on Instagram. Until next time, don't forget to dream green. Bye!